0: Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome to Mastering the Storm, a Here's the Storm podcast on the anchor.fm platform. I'm your host, LDAP, and I'm joined by
1: Wenzelchon. What's up, everybody? It's been kind of the same week as it was last week. Too much wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much right. I get home. I do my world quests. I, I pine about doing uh Here's the Storm. I do my mod work on Reddit. I mean, I still haven't played in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm, calling it a we- I'm calling it a HOTS vacation, you know. I mean, I figure by next week, I'm on vacation, so I'll probably be able to catch up a bit and start playing mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So, but, so two weeks, taking two weeks off from playing the game and just playing something else since I played HOTS for, like, a year straight. Yeah, <laughs> it's welcome.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to take breaks. And I I would say just in general, it's like, you have like three it's like for me it goes in like waves of like three ish months or so or like I get really into one game and then like after that like three month period I kinda take a break and play something else for like another month or maybe a week most of the time. But I have a feeling though with Mephisto's release next week I'll probably play quite a bit again.
0: Yeah, the only regret I have not playing as much is I don't have a lot of gold saved up. So I'm going to be able, I'm probably going to wait till the goes to 10K before I buy him. And I think I might try to get that mount too. So we'll what's one? The, oh uh, the, wolf? the thing here, yeah, the 10K gold. Saved. Yeah, I gotcha.
1: So what do we have for this week, at least for the beginning?
0: Well, I think the HTC started back up. Yeah,
1: that's probably the most important thing uh, to start because that was like right into the weekend. And so we had, let's see, HGC, bring up the stats schedule real quick. I mostly watched EU. I did watch a little bit of the other um, NA region a little bit, but not a whole lot. But Heroes Hearth, I believe they lost, right?
0: Well, they won on Friday night. They beat um, in, uh, Endemic eSports. Yes. 3-0
1: but then they lost to someone else, I believe. storm. Yes,
0: Tempestorm that was the it was. Too. And
1: that was a pretty close see- series. I did watch the whole thing of that because, you know, when I mean, the top two teams are kind of fighting it out, you're kind of trying to see who's going to f- win. Um, but I wouldn't... I'm trying to think. There was one team that pulled out a solo tank or like a main tank Zool. I think that was Tempo, right?
0: I think so. Possibly. They did have, it on...
1: Dragon And that was a really interesting one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess we have to go back and analyze that. Yeah, Because I love playing Zool.
1: It was just weird because, like, they basically had Blaze in the Foreman. And then they rotated Zool on all of the lanes. And it's just really weird, you know? Hmm. I'm right now to see if it's up there. And then, like, basically EU was kind of like our the leftovers here for real or are they not you know kind of competing with method um and it was weird to have the zealots no longer be in the game and roll 20s back because i was like wait aren't they an a kind of thing (laughs) which is kind of kind of weird
0: yeah well you know the one simplicity had a good weekend they they both both, they both won both their matches for north america so that was good it's always good so they're moving up in the standings.
1: Yeah, they're no longer. They were seventh before, correct? Yes, they had to be because it was three and six versus two and seven. Looking at LFM, LFM looked really good too. Against No Tomorrow, I watched some of their game. I believe it was two No Tomorrow. That's the one. No Team c- Freedom. Sorry, Team Freedom. Hmm. That one was really good, but Team Freedom still won. Spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> so this um, weekend they so this weekend they played with uh, White main Yes, right? that, was, yeah. that was the first weekend they had a White main
1: And I don't know. How, I actually don't know how well she did. Let's see. Let go to Master League real quick. Um, I think, I think she, the general. Go, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead.
0: I think the general consensus is she's still a little bit OP or overtuned. Um, yeah,
1: I could agree with that.
0: Like if you dive her yeah. You know. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. That's that's what I, that's what I said in my first video. Ever. I was like, yeah, basically, if you dive on top of her, she's not going to do too well. And that I mean, that just makes sense in general.
0: Yeah, I had to be honest with you, I didn't really watch that much over the weekend. Um, but I did you know, I keep up with it on my apps and stuff, so right,
1: yeah, so she's a forty percent um, win rate right now,
0: thats yeah, first week, yeah, forty so. percent
1: win rate for and no bands, so she's not banned worthy quote quite yet, but she's seventy five percent popularity, I don't know, I think it's she's it's a little too early to tell, like you know people weren't picking Decker Kane right away, and then now he's like meta, so
0: yeah,
1: don't really know where it's headed yet, um. What else was there to say? The Zul thing, there's kind of like a blaze change in his build now where they're going crossfire at level 7 so that he gets more bonus damage. So it's basically if you hit uh, a hero with both of your Qs, it'll do extra damage. Nothing too exciting, but kind of just an adaptation for the hero instead of just focusing on the lane clear at that level.
0: I typically, I t- personally typically go to the Q build when I'm playing in the air league. Um I find it just has more damage. You know? Right, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> well, And that's the thing is like, you know, I mean, I have good wave clear. I don't really need more wave clear. It's not, yeah. you know, it's not it's not a requirement. And, you know, once you're level th- and he peaks, he's one of the few supports or specialists that um, will peak at level 13. A lot of them have to be level 20 before they peak. He can peak a bit at level 13, you know, his damage. And yeah. he just gets more and more damage.
1: 'Cause at thirteen you either go for the trail of oil or the one of the debuffing mechanics, either the oil the attack speed slow slash magic slow with the Q, if you're going full Q. Yeah, I I mean I find it interesting that I feel like Blaze is one of those heroes that kind of fits so well into the meta in general and then like he's almost on the verge of becoming a main tank because of his kit. But he just fits better in the offlane role currently. Hmm. Um, And then I guess it's mostly Diablo, Murden, main tank role still. And then Decker Kane is obviously number one. Um, I guess the biggest thing, though, is the other regions have picked up on the eastern side of the meta. And now Thrall, especially by Team Liquid, is played a lot. And he played (laughs) in the four-man, not in the...
0: So they're doing the Crash Lightning... I don't think
1: they. And I don't. I don't think they're doing crash lightning all that often. It's mostly mm-hmm. the echo of the elements still, like this mm-hmm. kind of the typical build with echo of the elements, and then mana tide, ancestral wrath, and then depending on your playstyle or team setup. Like obviously, if you have a phoenix on your team, you go for slows or rainer, um, and then they either go spell shield and thunderstorm. It's like a toss up between thunderstorm or alpha wolf. At mm-hmm. level sixteen. But basically, they're using Thrall in, like, for the like secondary offlane for like three-lane maps, or if they just want to have a kind of more sustainy like all-around setup. Because Thrall's pretty good. He he's, doesn't really have, like... I guess it, maybe his only weakness is blow-up, because he can get bursted. But almost that's any hero in the game, right? Because he has field though. So the healer doesn't have to, like, I guess, baby him against Poke as much compared to other heroes.
0: Yeah, he's he's susceptible to CC, right? That's, yeah,
1: they stun lock him. He's dead.
0: Yeah. So, so generally the counter pick to fall uh, is Azul, you know.
1: Or, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that. Let me check Master so, League. Did we talk yeah, he's, about. But my,
0: thr- my thrall is like my number one played hero. And right. I'm yeah. Like level 67. But so. That's
1: why I wanted to bring it up, because you're it's probably your your favorite thing ever right now. Oh, yeah, here here's by Master League. This is all games played for this year, I believe. No, all tournaments. Let me switch it to White Main Pants patch. So currently, as of last weekend, he's at a 68% win rate, at a 50% popularity, and... Wait. Who's team? Oh, this looks like Open Division, not... There you go. So fifty, he's exactly fifty percent win rate. Sorry, and then forty one percent overall popularity, with CE and Heroes Hearth playing him the most, followed by Team Liquid. Um, CE's one seventy five percent, Heroes Hearth is at fifty, and then Team Liquid is a hundred percent. Also, method is a hundred percent as well. The majority of the other teams have played him twice, mostly still on Eastern side. Team Liquid and Heroes' Hearth are the only two that seem to have adapted the most, outside of the other the outside of the Eastern region, which is interesting. It's kind of cool to actually see that kind of because a lot of the the other regions kind of like or at least the meta on the Western side has basically followed the EU meta for the bl- longest part.
0: And like you pointed out in your video, you know, if you do Thrall right, you can do him as a backline assault. You know, so, um, you know, I think he's one of the more balanced, you know, assassins out there right now.
1: I just like the fact that he's versatile, you know, like there's so many heroes in in Heroes of Storm and, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just like as the game's matured, things find their niche and they stay in that niche, right? Mm-hmm. And like one of my biggest complaints is how the warrior role is defined right now. Like, the main tank role is is so hard to like balance around because it needs to fill with certain requirements, and like the only knob it seems like that they can tune around the main tank role is the the wave clear aspect because once right. it has too much wave clear, then it becomes an offlane selection. Right. and you're kind of seeing etc resurgence a little bit. Not because of Lingler, but because he's a global. And there was a few times where they would pick a double global with, like, the Haka Falstad on the enemy team, so the only option is your solo laner is ETC. If you want to compete with the global, because then you go stage dive. And then you just have extra CC, so to lock down Falstad makes it easier, because he's pretty susceptible to stuff like that. So I don't know, like, I just like the ability to have flexibility in your playstyle. Like, you know, I guess that, I don't know how much you run into it at your games, but I think that was always one of my problems is, like, the team locks into one idea too much.
0: Yeah, so people are still banning Chromie, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There's types of ideas.
1: And there's a a so. decent article by Critic Kitten that came out today, I do believe, where she was talking or he was talking about uh basically the what they did to Chromie and that damage buffs weren't going to fix Chromie, even though she went back up in run rate a couple percentage points. I just don't know. Just don't know what they're gonna like. She just doesn't feel great anymore.
0: That makes sense. I mean, and sometimes when you tune, she got like hit really hard with the right. knife. Right. I mean, right? Just,
1: they did a lot of little things to her. Or well, not a lot yeah. of little things, but just a lot of things <laughs> that just compounded everything.
0: So what that does is, you know, people who played that and mean that they're gonna go to the next, the next uh, chocolate. <laughs> you know. Yeah. They're gonna. You know. They're they're not gonna struggle. Trying to make a hero that's been nerfed work, they're going to go to the next uh, the next thing that's like doing damage and you know or whatever their play style is. So I think it's what you're seeing. You're seeing a lot more Gina. You're seeing a lot more. kill yeah. If he makes it through, um, I think some people felt that the the KT changes because I think the significant change to KT that people don't like is there's no way to chain uh, on a structure right now. You have to. Yeah. Keep it.
1: Like, to kind of build on that KT change, I think that's fine. Because if you're given your... The Glacial Spike now is no longer a talent. It's baselined in after 15 hits. Like, that's just such a big flavor. Like, I was talking to one of my friends, Senfer, about it. You know, we we kind of talked about it. Basically, because you're given the opportunity to chain at all times, having the ability to chain to a structure then is kind of like overkill. Still. And it just feels kind of... Like it's just hard to like, there's not like when you're being sieged against, you just have no options then.
0: Right. So well does. I think that for some people that they counted on that maybe to get some stacks early yeah. on too. So so it might be that they're making the adjustments now. I don't know. Yeah, you know, like I said, yeah. You know, we'll see. Every, everything has an ebb and flow. I, like you said everyone's starting to discover Thrall or rediscover Thrall now. You yeah. Know, because it's been played and they're starting to say, Oh yeah, he's got he's really good against the back. Line. <laughs> right. So Plus, if you do oh. like
1: the alpha wolf stuff, or the 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 standard HGC build with the his flavored, is um, that bloodfoot blood, Flipboard? the ancestral wrath. I forget what the the old old version of it used to be. And venom, sorry.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: it, it's just really strong, and I I find it to be really fun if you're especially with heroes like Diablo. He can punish those heroes pretty pretty efficiently. Um, And then obviously getting stacks, because any hero that just wants to be near you, but not like engaging, but just like uh, threat tanking, you get a lot of poke, you know, onto them. And then if they overstep, you're just like, all right, I'm going to root you and then my team's going to jump on you kind of thing.
0: So you said you did watch some HTC this weekend. Which matches did you watch?
1: I did watch mostly EU.
0: And was there any match that you thought was like, you know. Um, Really good this weekend.
1: It was a little interesting between the top two teams. I think it was Dig versus Fnatic. Let me double check. Yes. So even though it was a 3 1, it really felt like Fnatic was playing a lot better after the last split. And since their team has kind of changed quite a bit, um, I guess we're still. Like, to me, it's just weird to see so much Hammer in the meta in general. And then, like, th- because Chromie got nerfed so hard, it seems like teams haven't really figured it out. But there was a few games, so this is worth noting, uh, that they t- the answer to Hammer was Nazebo. Right? It makes sense. Yeah, because basically what happened, this was on Method picked that against... Let me see. Method, I think there was there might have been versus the leftovers. Yes, so they picked Nazebo twice, and then Method did it, or then <laughs> the leftovers did it to them in like the second game or third game. So it's kind of funny. They're back and forth with it a little bit. Um,
0: so they get like spiders. So yeah, so they, basically you basically
1: do the full spider build, so that when you throw your spiders, Hammer has no choice but to rock it away. Because if she sits there, the the spiders are gonna just do crazy damage, and then the zombie wall just zones out the area completely, so Hammer just can't free push as easily.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, if you get the sp- if you get the zombie on the hammer and you throw the spiders in there,
1: right? Yeah, and, the,
0: gar- and the Gargantuan, she's gone. Gar- so gargantuan
1: yeah. too. So like every time, the the first game was used. Every time they wanted to siege onto Towers of Doom, the like. They would just deny the area. They're just like, oh, you want to push in here and take this tower? Nope, we're going to drop Gargantuan and zone you away. And, you know, Zombie Wall and all that. Like, it's just... They have no. There's just no... I don't know. It's just like... It's a kind of a really cool change. And then, like, level 20 if Nazebo's playing right. And he goes for file Infection. Vile His damage infection. is just crazy. Um, but I'm not saying this is like... If you're playing your Hero League games, go pick Nazebo. When you see a hammer pop up because it's not <laughs> really going to work. I, I feel like you might have a better luck playing a stitches and uncoordinated play against the hammer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's just interesting. I think they. I think there needs to be something to counter hammer a little bit right now because the having an unstoppable at level seven on a hero that wants to stay stationary is a little broken.
0: So was the Nazimo soloing the hammer or were they rotating on the hammer?
1: Uh, it was just basically if hammer was somewhere else. Zebo was there to, like, stop pushing, but it wasn't... Like, it was not mirroring, per se, but it was basically to keep Hammer in check. Because what they've yeah. been doing on some of the other maps, like, um... Cursed Hollow, is they have, like, Hammer stay up in, like, a top lane and push while the objective's going on. Makes sense. So that she's getting pressure value. Because she doesn't really do well early game. She kind of scales to, like, I would say maybe 10 or so. A bit. I don't know. I'm I'm not a huge hammer fan, so I'm not really. I'm trying to keep my opinion out of it. <laughs>
0: well, your observations are there, and I think yeah. there's some people there. You know, I still think a lot of people who play heroes when they start playing like Hero League, they play specialists because yeah. it's the power spikes. You know, um, earlier. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think it's because there's a bit more safer play, you know, per se, Yeah, well, for you, you're playing.
1: I think, too, is you're not used to grouping. Right. So, as a, a lower level, getting used to the game, like most other MOBAs, you can kind of quote unquote carry, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you have that, you're, you're able to kind of just be in your own lane and play your own game, right? Yeah. You know, you just go up in the top lane and just, you know, kind of, for lack of a better word, fuck off for a bit. Not worry about your team. <laughs> Until you realize that Heroes of Storm is a very, uh, very much a team-oriented game,
0: yeah.
1: so, so I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens with Hammer, since she doesn't. I don't really like. I can't place her quite yet, or like if or if there's something wrong with it, or if there's an answer to it. Um, I believe. I'm not sure if it was Bakery, or... or no, it might have been Chaos OS. that pointed the observation out, is that while Hammer and Raynor are meta right now, the Medic isn't, which is historically been, like, one of the best pairings in the game, right? So that just shows the... Probably for future discussion, but, like, just the current state of the meta for the Medic as a support. I don't know what else to build off of that, but it's an observation there that I think could could use some digging would be interesting. Yeah. What else do we got?
0: Well, you know, this week was pretty, pretty late on Reddit. I mean, mm. you know, uh, as the mod, you know, I mean, there was uh, there were various arguments and stuff, but for the most part, the nothing. Yeah, nothing overly, you know, uh, cantankerous you might say i think there was i think the mephisto announcement there was kind of like a you know d- you know there some people were uh concerned about the uh the changes to his look from diablo 2 to diablo to to now yeah i and, kind of saw
1: some of the yeah. art like they did a side by side you know kind of memey kind of thing
0: yeah and yeah. hmm. but I don't the know. one thing i'm the one thing that kind of came up to this early this week and we had to kind of remove it and i'll talk a little bit about it is fan of tempo storm he's playing Hero league a lot and Mm -hmm. he played against a team where there's this mage that was making these amazing kind of like uh blind um uh pokes and stuff Mm -hmm. and so he went back on a stream. He said this this chain is amazing, but it's almost like godlike because of the way they were playing. Huh. And he anal- and so he spent like, you know, a good you know, hour analyzing this person's play on a stream with his, you know, with his streaming uh people watching kind of coaching him. And he was basically analyzing the play and he he concluded that this person must be using some type of map hack. So That's interesting.
1: Because some of the most like those are like the original mods that were ever in like Steam games.
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, Starcraft has a history of uh, the Starcraft engine has a history of people saying that, that there's map hacks. There's ways to kind of uh, view the, the entire map and then. Make oh, wow.
1: I, I had the video up right now as as you're talking about this and I just saw mm-hmm. the first thing he did.
0: <laughs> there's a there, there's a website called Owncore that a lot of people they'll put their hacks and stuff on um or they'll advertise uh, their 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 illicit stuff. You know, I'm sure it's in the dark web itself, but Yeah, you're, The reality is is you know, is cheating occurring is one thing, you know, and I think that, you know, that's a debate, you know, and is there a way I mean, we supposedly have this Warden technology from Blizzard that's supposed to detect this stuff. Oh, really? But, yeah, I mean, it's all part of the, you know, Blizzard does have these patch, these things are supposed to be detecting if you're Sniffer running. Sniffer bots Blizzard. of some sort. Yeah. But, um, you know, we haven't really heard much about it you right. know, recently. So this became kind of an issue. But unfortunately, the way Fan kind of brought it up, though, and he posted it on Reddit was he posted the user's information. Not, not overtly. Not but he malicious, posted, maliciously
1: like, or anything. Just right.
0: Right. And we have a rule called rule six which is you know no witch hunting you know basically oh, okay
1: you can't flame people so, if they're actually doing something wrong or not
0: right and now if it's a popular streamer and you have significant evidence or a popular htc player and you have significant evidence that they're doing something wrong you can put that out put that into community but when it's an average person you're not you're supposed to obscure that information so we have to We've removed that type of post, mm-hmm. although people find other ways to bring it back up. And to Fan, fan messaged me privately, and he, you know, through chat. And he said, hey, you know, what's up with this? Because you've done it in the past. You've allowed these posts to go up. And it's true that we do, once in a while, these posts do trickle through, like, on a long weekend or something. And we don't have a lot of moderation. Right, yeah. Um, covering that stuff. So, so it gets popular. Sometimes Blizzard responds. So we're kind of in a, you know, we don't want to be off, too authoritarian. But we also want to catch catch things in in the butt and people think we're being overly censorship. But what's interesting is this week is in another really unrelated thing was in War, World of Warcraft, uh, you know, there was this report that world quests were hackable. Like you could, you could, um, uh, exploit the world quest mechanics and by creating a group. So it got a lot of attention. People were saying they were being banned and stuff. And then someone posted, Hey, it was all made up. So that's so you know, weird. So, you know, there, these types of things sometimes create this hysteria, you might say, yeah. and, you know, it's so well, I understand fan. And when I reviewed it myself, I, I conclude the same thing. It looks like he, someone is map hacking. The problem is, is that it creates this kind of like um, blame. Right. Well, I didn't lose yeah. that match because this guy's is map hacking. you know, this guy's obviously going to throw
1: the responsibility out and say, right, I got to say, though, that Genji reacted really well to the particular screen that i was just watching yeah
0: um
1: and i i mean i don't know to me the two like so the the part i saw is the the jaina walked in it was battlefield of eternity, and there's the top side vent not in the middle but toward the enemy side of the map Mm -hmm. the genji was almost dead because he had failed to take out the middle um sippy cup and he ran away and i don't know if this jaina is gm i assume right
0: yeah it has to be because
1: yeah. um, if he's playing with fan yes that could just be map awareness to check the bush to see if the genji's backing in there i don't know i mean it's pretty spot on to where you know you know he 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 shot the frostbolt so i i mm-hmm. can't say one way or the other but i mean that's pretty good i like guess it almost seems a little too perfect
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll say that you know am assuming you watch more of it than I did. It. Yeah or all of Well the fan was pretty balanced in his approach. You know, he didn't he just said, you know, it's a suspicious, seems kind of on point. He's got like really good too good of instincts. But uh you know, in the same thing, you know, it's a team game. Even if you are have more vision than the other opponent, it, it does give you an advantage, but it doesn't guarantee a win. You know. So, you know, I mean this everything else besides vision. So the vision was giving the other team an advantage, but in the same token you so it's like you gotta win, no matter what, right? You know, it's it's not fair and if you suspect it you can report the player. And if you mm-hmm. have evidence you can submit a ticket and submit the um the whole thing. And someone like Fan, I'm sure, could get more attention. Right, yeah. And yeah, you know, I'm not against reporting hacking, you know, per se. I'm no, just absolutely uh, or, not. but just you have to be careful and not you know, if it's not a popular streamer or something like that, we'd want to, you know, protect the innocent. Because if we create some, maybe the guy is innocent, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, they, you don't want to have a mob going after him. No. And then we got, and when we removed the post, you know, we did get a lot of private messages to queue that were like, hey, why'd you do this? And we to explain it, and people get, you know, they get their tinfoil hats on and they think we're being censored. And we're not, we're just, you know, we're addressing the specific issue. So, um, with regards to rule six, so I guess the rule, you know, this is the big controversy this week, and we we did our best to kind of, you know, kind of keep it low key, but I do think that there is room to discuss: is the game hackable? Does hacking create a disadvantage? You know, what types of disadvantages can be be gained, and should Blizzard be more, um, should Blizzard step up its game on monitoring that stuff? You know, I mean. Uh, to be honest with you, you'd have to really want to hack. You know, I don't think it's like a casual thing. Yeah, yeah I so, think so.
1: I think maybe uh, fifteen or so years ago it was a lot more of a of a big yeah. deal, like, like easier to hack. You know, it was kind of like not as dangerous because there's less multiplayer. But nowadays, I don't know. I just feel like it's it's more of an endeavor to try and even attempt it because you know, at the end of the day, your your pump it's banned.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you suspect you know, if you suspect hacking or map hacking, you can just, you know, right click report and, you know, right. put it in there. I mean, the way I look at it is like, you're, you're supposed to lose what, you know, it's <laughs> supposed to lose 50%, right. When you're at a certain rank. So, yep. I mean, it's just, you know, talking up as a win so th- rate. <laughs> I think, you know, when so when you're playing Starcraft and you're, you think you're encountering the map hacker, that's a little bit more personal because it's a 1v1 usually. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but in a team game, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more of a, well, you know, you're going to lose it sometimes and, you know, just do your best.
1: I don't know. I, I also wonder, was this guy communicating to the team more or not? I don't even know. Like, if he was in chat and talking, like, through to everyone, like, hey, he's he's over there, you know?
0: Well, a lot of times they might be using comms, so that's what I was
1: wondering. Because if they're using comms, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I don't," there's no one over there, kind of like that, like overtly saying, like that's a little. But I don't know. I it's didn't weird.
0: really see any chat. I didn't really see much chat from this guy when when it was going on. I agree with what fans said though. It lo- it looks very much like it was a map hack. Okay. You know, based on how he was acting. Yeah, active. I'm just coming but,
1: at it from just under, like yeah. just looking at it from not just in this case, but just in general.
0: Yeah. And then the next part is if you're going to use Reddit as your forum to complain, um, you know, obscure the, the names as best you can. So that way, you know uh, you don't, you know, don't run afoul of our rules and the rules are there. It's a community. It's not the mods created the rules. It was the community. The community doesn't want to have a bunch of posts about, you know, this guy's cheating, this guy's, you know, it just becomes cluttered. And, you know, you know, we want to talk about like, how to play the game better it's not really that fun either
1: if people are just you know there to just flame people like oh this guy is x y or z what you know i mean Mm
0: -hmm. so yeah i mean that was kind of the big thing okay you know this week the big controversy Mm -hmm. um so that was you know pretty much it you know with regards i mean there was some Things here and there, but for the most part, that was like the the controversy of the week. You might say. I mean, we have like a <laughs> segment, controversy of the week. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. It
1: seems like there's yeah. a, like always one thing. It feels like a little bit.
0: Another thing that seems to occur, that's come up a couple times this week, is AMAs, Ask Me Anything's. These are popular things on Re- on Reddit. You know. Yeah, I know. Um, I've seen those for of-
1: like podcasters <laughs> and stuff, and
0: yeah. But in our community, the rule kind of is unless you're a personality that's popular um, and does a lot of content, you know, you we really frown upon you creating an AMA. We don't want just anyone saying AMA, you know, because then it becomes everyone's doing AMA. So we try to reserve that for the actual um, content creators. Yes. Or people that are like, you know, streamers or, you know, professional players. Yeah. And I think that's so, right. yeah. And, you know, I think that, you know, when we do encounter these people that want to share what they know or learned or whatever, we try to kind of coach them not to use the AMA, but just say, you know, I'm, I'm taking questions, <laughs> you know, so because okay. it has such a, you know.
1: Yeah, the connotation so, involved.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <But> so <laughs> if you plan to do your AMA this week or next week, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, don't do an AMA. Do something like, you know, hey, I'm going to talk about my, my experience going from... Bronze to masters, yeah. You know, yeah,
1: I've that. seen those things before. Those yeah. seem to have pretty good turnout anyways.
0: Some people are one tricks and so they'll say, you know, one trick uh Sylvanas yeah. ask me anything. Yeah.
1: And that's always fair too. I, I like the I like when people take the the milder approach. I don't know. I feel like AMAs too is it's it's hard for people to think of what to say to people unless you have a decent enough presence. At least that's what I would say.
0: Yeah, and we've been fortunate to have some pretty good AMAs. Uh, besides the Blizzard, you know, sponsored ones, we had Kaldor do his AMA. We had Trixler do his AMA, mm-hmm. and they were both really well received. I think there was some, you know, the problem with like Caldor is he sometimes attracts that, uh, you know, because he's so outspoken with regard with regards to his opinions and stuff. He will get some detractors, and you know, his, <laughs> and and he's so. He's usually pretty cool about dealing with them, you know. He says, yeah. "Hey, we have a different opinion, so you know, this is where we're gonna go." And you know, you know, I respect your side, but you know, here's what i you know, where I'm coming from. Yeah. Where it seemed like he get he gets, he gets a little bit of bad presses when he speaks outside the like the AMA format, like when he was talking about one tricks, and so that became kind of controversial. Oh wait, and, he, was he
1: really? I wasn't. Yeah. I've never. I've never heard of this one.
0: Yeah, he expressed his opinion about. So I think it was um, the guy who plays the Asbandan, um Pro Procraft. He expressed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. he kind of said some things, and then he had to retract it. So uh-huh. I mean, you know, because he got yeah. a little heated. And then, um, voice- and then um, was a Trixler? He's had some controversies, you know, not so much that that he created, but just you know, he's shied away from playing Gears. he's diversified and as a result some people have been a little bit more critical of him as a result and so i think he felt like he had to come to reddit to kind of set this set the record straight per I mean, se not, I mean,
1: what he what he do does in his free time he doesn't have to play like i don't know why you have to be entitled to play one game ever yeah. you know like
0: well i think <laughs> at one point he was rather a positive Influence. He was really positive. And then I think he went through a streak where he was playing Hero League and grinding Hero League. Right. Yeah. And, and so he got a little bit more saltier on stream and such. And, I, you know, and then I think that, you know, got reflected, you know, by the community. Some people thought that that was not right.
1: I mean, but, everyone has bad weeks.
0: Yeah. I've been not there. That he's, <laughs> I'm, and I might be oversimplifying it. But, you know, but I like when those guys come and do the, I like when all of them do the AMAs and they're willing to kind of share their thoughts Absolutely. or insights. You know, and I think that they sometimes time it just right, like when the community needs that kind of little discussion. Boost. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I totally agree with that. Cause like if you're just, I don't know, like when you see people who are just, it's kind of weird too. Like when you see the the hosts and stuff, and they're doing their thing for the the HCC You don't really get their opinions because they're just commentating on what. I mean you get it a little bit but you, you they, they're only talking about a very small segment of what they think about the game you know yeah. um and just to have their insights is kind of interesting even if they're not pros they they experience just as much of the pro scene as anyone else uh, or more than anyone else rather because they're watching scrims they're you know taking notes and all that stuff um but that doesn't mean they That's have fortunate. to be public all the time either though or like play heroes 100 percent of the time <laughs>
0: But like I said, you know, it's, you know, Fan being a popular HGC yeah. player, you know, he's actually one of my favorite players. And it's funny because, like, you know, he contacts me and I'm like, you know, at first I didn't read, you know, the username was like, oh, it's OMG, it's Fan. <laughs> you know, all capital. And I'm That's like, funny. I'm, I, I didn't really put two and two together that it was actually Fan messaging me. But I was like, <laughs> That's but, funny. You know, you know, but it's interesting because this, this is one of the things that triggered him. You know, he's playing a match and he thinks that someone's hacking, map hacking. And you know, So that becomes his kind of his megaphone on his Twitch channel and- Right, yeah. You know, you know so I, I mean, I'm sure he talk, I mean, the, the thing about these streamer, these professional players and streamers is, I don't watch their stream 24 seven, I'm sure they say massive amounts of insightful stuff too. So it's like, you know, it feels like this is the one thing he was focusing on this week. Yeah. I mean, you know, but versus he might have been playing Fisto and all the other things and giving analysis. So.
1: Yeah, I know. It's such a small, it's like 1% of, you know. Right. I don't know, but like to me too, is that like anything that's controversial, right, it seems important right now. But in the grand scheme of it, it's really not a big deal, right? What's What's going to be a better, you know, megaphone for who you are is going to be what you already do or what you already are doing and what your, you know, your analysis of the game and stuff True. like that. I know that's and I, the think, way I look
0: at it. and I think me personally, like in StarCraft, I think I was a little bit more concerned about map hacks and things like that in the latter. But after he said that, even though it occurs, I'm not really worried about it. First off, it's complicated to put that stuff on your system. You're potentially risking yourself getting your system hacked or your account hacked. Yeah it seems like you have a lot more to lose, and especially even in a game where it's free-to-play like Gears of the Storm, you can lose a lot. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not I mean, really that cons- I'm not really concerned. <laughs> no, not even
1: a little bit. I mean, for me, I'd hate, even if to consider that, I'd be losing three mm-hmm. years' worth of effort, you know, to be where I'm at, right? Yeah. To have everything yeah, here I want, whatever, all the skins, and just, you know.
0: I think there's also this thing where... The personality, right? Like for me, I'm trying to improve. Right. So if I use an app pack or something, I'm not really improving. I'm you're just shooting cheating.
1: yourself in the foot, <laughs> yeah. is what you're doing.
0: So, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pure, it's a pure victory, basically. I mean, yeah. So you're playing with fan and you're, you know, but if you don't really belong there, it's, it's, impossible. You know, it's not like, it's like you can't parlay that thing. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, yeah. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Still, thinking so, um, yeah. But I, I wanted to bring it up, I guess, because we do deal with these types of issues where people... you know, it's been a common theme the last few months where people feel like someone's running it down or they're they're giving up and they want to, they want to expose the person for being a jerk or whatever, and they come to Reddit <laughs> to do it, and you know. It's fine that you do it, but we're going to, you know, the community is going to point it out and we're going to moderate it. So, as long, you know, if you have an axe to grind, you can come to Reddit and put it up there. Just obscure the names, you know, and, you know, I'm sure you'll get enough upvotes, you know. But, you know, if you're going to come there and just actually, like, you know, out your, out your enemies and, you know, because you felt that they didn't play the game right or whatever, we're not going to tolerate that. So, yeah, so... It's one of those things and, and to the fans credit, though, he didn't do this. I don't think he, he didn't when he, we discussed it, he didn't really he wasn't aware that this was an issue. He thought that if you're a map hacking, it's OK to kind of post that. And I guess it's because it's few and far between. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. I this is probably the first. Probably actual hacking thing I've ever seen, at least for heroes.
0: Well, back in uh, two months ago in June, there was a someone was playing crummy, kind of godlike on in like Silver League and someone exposed them. and then Blizzard responded and said we'll look into it so it was like yeah I, I mean stuff, I stuff like that too like more. that's
1: I mean that makes more sense right as overt yeah. abuse
0: but yeah. well that was pretty much what it was this week's controversy so well, I, I, cool. we've said this four times now so it's time to move on yeah absolutely <laughs> so there's a what was it e- esports tales uh they posted a uh, tier list. They yeah. said.
1: Um, I feel like, feel like we kind of run down a little bit of what they said.
0: So the number one is uh Decker gain popularity wise. Yeah. He's been picked 206 times band 46. His win rate's 59.7%. This is an HTC uh, as of uh, August. So and Genji's still up there. 86% popular popularity. Followed by Urel, Diablo, Maiev, Raynor, Murden, Blaze, and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. All kinds of. I think of what it's you pretty, The thing, I guess, the one that's kind of surprising to me is Maiev. You know, uh, I guess I don't watch enough HEC to see as many Maiev players, but I always felt like they've been kind of, uh, kind of nerfed, at least in like yearly play.
1: Um, yeah, I think we kind of talked about Maiev a little bit last week, where I think she excels in land setting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When there's a lot, a lot of pain, but I don't know, she's really strong right now, and like you can kind of make her fit into a lot of scenarios, right? Because of the way her her displacement works and affects the team, but it's high like re- like skill or high risk, high reward kind of. Because she kind of, to me, I've been playing her a little bit more too to try and like figure out why people are playing her, at least on the pro side, a little bit more. And to me, at least on the coordinated side, is she just feels a little squishy, but she does have that like engage tool or like the engage feel of like a tank. Right.
0: Mm
1: Hmm. I don't know. It's it seems it's not strange, but she has a a kind of a unique place right now.
0: Yeah, now the tier ones, uh, Blaze and um, Rainer. Have below fifty percent win rates, even though they're tier ones, because of their popularity. Yeah, I mean they're just played know, so. so
1: often, so that means the lower skilled teams are playing them because they're yeah. so meta, right?
0: Yep. And then in the tier two, it's uh, Hammers like leading the league in tier, and then tier two picks followed by Hanzo, Dahaka, Johanna, Garash, Malfearian, and Abathur, which. Makes sense. It seems like it's your backup tanks. You yeah, your, your gosh is very tanks.
1: much falling out right right now. I think the teams have figured out how to play against him. He doesn't deal well with poke, you know, and with more mages in the game, he doesn't deal well with burst damage.
0: Mm-hmm. And then in tier three, Thrall leads the league there, yep. <laughs> and followed I, by Medivh. I mean, we know I why he's, jump, I mean, right? You
1: know why he's tier three, very much so, and he's not just tier mm-hmm. three in, in professional either he's probably i would probably almost classify him like a tier for a or b tier for normal play purely play we, is there any other like standouts there
0: um in the tier three uh it went thrall Alex alexstraza junkrat leeming uh Main. so you're you're kind of like your middle of the pack damage dealers are all in there and a couple of backup healers, you know. So and I think you see this a lot in Hero League. You'll see Thrall, you'll see Junkrat, mm-hmm. Leaming, Raming, Zeratul on certain maps, and Jaina. So there's like that's your like your core damage range damage, uh with a couple um, melee damage uh heroes. Yep. And then and then tier four it's kinda of like a lot of other stuff like Leoric and maybe. The niche
1: picks, basically. The niche or pick, backup you know, backups. Maps. Yeah. <laughs> I think the third band has really like it it made that like that third and fourth tier heroes, like if you're trying to choke out a role or a specific player on a specific team. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess the biggest one's like the Medives. When you when you can kinda take them out of the game and you're like, you know, you're really setting yourself up for more. Um or, like, it's more team play, not just band meta kind of thing.
0: Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I agree with this tier list. It looks pretty Yeah, pretty I mean, it's
1: good, it's good number-wise, too. I, I like it. It's one of the more objective ones I see.
0: Yeah, and I like the fact that they put, like, kind of, like, the statistical, the the win the yeah. maps. So they kind of, like, so if you click on, like, Deckard, you get a nice, you line, know, win well on? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like you know, they did a really good job on that. So, it's worth mentioning yeah. and probably keeping. Tr- uh, uh, it seems like they do more than just heroes, but it seems like they're applying what they've done on other MOBAs to heroes, and that's kind of cool. That's cool. So, yeah. so pretty sure much come, runs, yeah. You know, pretty much runs down all the news and things we've been talking yeah. about. So, we. We had three, uh, we had two year discussions on Reddit, but then you created a video about yes. Thrall.
1: I feel like I beat Thrall to death today already, though a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, but just kind of go over sure. it, you know, because HGC is so, so much into what Thrall is doing and everything right now. Like I thought it was a really good time to kind of bring Thrall up again, uh, and not like, sure, like the basis around the video was that yes, Thrall's played a ton. Uh, or rather, he's he's versatile in the meta right now, coming from the eastern side. Um, but I, I think he's he's worth mentioning again because he's one of the few heroes that can be played in many different settings, right?
0: mm
1: mm-hmm. um, and, and, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you you run into these situations and Heroes, at least in my other games, where basically you wind up pigeonholing your comp, like I said in the beginning, where you just don't have you're missing something, right, from your team. Like, you're missing wave clear. you're missing, I don't know, Lockdown, more CC. I think CC is a really important thing. Um, and, I, and I I mean, the, just the other idea with the video is that it's really hard to make a quality video trying to showcase a hero's talents. Like, my initial idea was to actually make a Dahaka video, but is really hard to showcase in quick match because nine times out of ten, you're probably going to be the solo tank, right? Mm. Or, or the laning matchup is just not going to be what you want it to be. So you just can't really kind of outside of a hero league or team league setting, you can't really make a video that you want to make because you don't know what you're going right. to get. So I, you know, so I try to pick something that, you know, at the end of the day, I was going to ha- have something that the viewers are going to be able to take and have value for. Right. Cause mm-hmm. th- that's the whole goal is to get to, to make something and create it. And then, you know, maybe it, what I say hundred percent of the time doesn't provide a, a ha- all the value because I know it's hard to talk and play at the same time. Um, but I think it's, it's like worth Hmm. It's worth something to try too and like I think the versatility of the hero shows through in that setting too, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's just interesting, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well, I liked the video. I mean, you know, oh, no, I think, I I think I, I actually
1: played it quite well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I li- I enjoyed your video and uh, you know, uh, the funny day when you made the on the fly change to go to Crash Lightning, and I know you said something privately to me on, on the comments, but <laughs> yeah. the talk, I could have done better. I was like, You got 27 stacks of Crash Lightning. People, it's like that, people, you know, do finish the Crash Lightning, it's, it does happen, but I think 27 is a pretty respectable number. I
1: mean, it's pretty high think, stacking you know, quest.
0: Yeah. The thing that, you know, um, you went manatide at level four. I think if you're trying to do crash lightning builds, you might want to do the Frostwolf pack you think because so? uh, because you know, you you, you want to be able to lock things down. Yeah, and I think when you I, and, I and if fair. you can lock two, you want to if you can lock two th- heroes down, it makes stacking your queue a little bit faster blocking mm-hmm. you know, Oh wolf yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that not, not but, I mean, tie makes sense too if you feel like you need the mana, you know, cuz you don't want to be backing all the time. Um and then at level four or level seven, you took um, follow through, which I agree. I mean, I adapted I think that on was, that
1: one. I would normally yeah. go for Ancestral Wrath most of the time. But follow through is always a really good choice for Thrall because you're always weaving your abilities most of the time. Or, I mean, yeah. wind fury itself is an auto attack still, even though even though you still get it's an ability, it's still an empowered auto attack at the end of the day. So it's no big deal.
0: Yeah, and like I said, you know, I think that it, you know, I agree with your follow-through pick. Um, You know, I mean, Ancestral Wrath, if there was a double warrior comp, Mm -hmm. yeah, go for Ancestral Wrath. Yeah, they had no real warrior,
1: so I didn't think it was necessary to do it.
0: Sundering is always good. The funny thing is, like, when I was watching, I was like, use your Sunder. Use your Sunder. (laughs) Then use your Sunder.
1: (laughs) I know. I I, I think I hold on to my alts more. I'm really used to playing warrior, so i It's been a while since I played Thrall, so I don't really play him a lot. Um, I'm used to Earthquake Thrall more than anything. I've always found Earthquake Thrall with, like, a super sustained Thrall at level 20, where you go, uh, the shield, 10% shield. I actually was playing around with a tank Thrall idea for a little while. Kind of talked about this before, but I'll put that, I'll keep that in my back pocket for a separate video, but I think it'd be, I think, I think having a Thrall that would be a tank would be pretty cool. Um...
0: And yeah, then I guess, you know, you, you went uh, Frost was grace, which makes sense. You need a little self-sustain.
1: Yeah, I um, like I like I just like having the control of it. It's a huge heal and I was trying to do caster math while playing game, which is really bad.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I've really got to stop myself from trying to do math, because all I got to do is press the button and see the heal number instead of doing the math in my head.
0: <laughs> but, you know, and then, you <laughs> and then on level level uh, 16 you want thunderstorm which i that's one of my favorite uh talents you mm-hmm. know at level 16 because you know when you do you know when you do uh complete it you have a 40 percent bonus to chain lightning damage yeah. yeah and
1: i mean when with crash lightning that just multiplies oh, i'm up, sorry so.
0: it's 25 yeah, 25 it's 25%. Percent damage. yeah it's 40 yeah. percent. so it is yeah and then the other thing is is if you do go um uh, what was it uh as a Frostwolf pack, you can, if you don't want to take, uh, since you're locking things down, you could take Alpha Wolf, which is another, it's a percentage-based damage uh, uh, attack. So, you know, it's it's your, it's a judgment call. I right. tend to, like, when I take that, I usually, when I take a um, uh, uh, Frostwolf pack, I usually, at 16, I'm, I'm queuing up to get Alpha Wolf, just for yeah, percentage. absolutely.
1: And I mean, and, like I said, that punishes Diablos, especially. Diablos yeah, in the- definitely. Garage,
0: the other orc. Yeah, <laughs> and then I—I I mean, I and mean, if you stack ancestral wrath with uh, uh, Alpha Wolf, that's a lot of damage. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. a giant killer. And then you know, like you said, you went—I uh, think you went um, uh, Nexus Blades, right? No, no, I did the yeah. uh, the Blink Windrush.
1: I love Blink. You know, Any Blink, I will ever take. I will yeah. always take a Blink.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> the one thing I'll say, since you did go. Um, you did go Sunder. It's a ten. Sometimes you want to look at Wall Breaker because it lowers the cooldown.
1: Oh, does it really? Second. I didn't actually know it lowers cooldown.
0: Yeah, twenty seconds. That's a lot. Huh, that so is a pretty
1: big decrease. Yeah. I I'm so used. I just don't know why. But to me, Thrall is doesn't look for Sunder to be like. I guess unless you're looking to be the flank Thrall, I don't. Then most of the time, you don't want to be splitting the team and creating a wall. Because you're kind yeah. of. Using it in, like, perpendicular to the enemy team, not as a flank maneuver to separate. I don't know. I guess it would just change your play style if you were to choose that.
0: If it's heavy backline, if it's a heavy backline, back you go sunder. If yeah. it's heavy melee, you go, uh, Earthquake yeah. and then you adjust your uh, your level 20 alts. I sometimes will take Worldbreaker more because, it you know, you have more cues. I mean, more I mean, more heroics. So that, you know, that plus the impassable terrain that sometimes does have an advantage. You just have to you know look at how a lot of times people you play left to right or right to left. So you tend to have a parallel line. You know, generally you might consider doing um, vertical you know, try to come in at a vertical. So you create that kind of like that separation, you know, between the front line and the back line. Mm-hmm. So that's another way to do it as well. So or add a diagonal, too. So, you know, you find know, yeah, I mean, the geometry. there's just a
1: lot of ways to use it.
0: Okay. So it was I enjoyed your video. I always enjoy any thrall video. So it's like,
1: yeah, I mean, it? we've just been talking about Thrall so much. So it just kind of, in you know, has a lot of mental real estate right now. And I thought it would just be a good one. To kind of give people actionable stuff that they could use in their own gameplay uh, yeah. a little bit more at least to level up what they do at least
0: yeah. um, so then we um on thursday last week we had a lunara uh hero discussion on reddit and i think it went pretty well i mean there was some good information there i think right now most people when they play uh um lunara they're tending to go the uh the kind of the nature's calling type builds, you know, where nature's yeah, toxic damage. I've played too and...
1: much of Lunara since she was reworked or that micro rework. I thought it was fun. I just, I don't know. Not having a mount is is weird to me, and I think she's just a little squishy. But majority of the time, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong. I think there's a lot of cool psychological stuff with her playstyle since she does have that. Poison stuff, you know, so that when you get low, you know, you really have to. It really puts the enemy in a weird position, right? They have to, like, really commit to the idea of what they're trying to do, I guess. Right. So I don't know. Like, I think poison is a mechanic that's unique, but if it shows up too much, it's, like, really psychologically heavy, I guess, is the word I would call it.
0: Well, I think you need a good front line. you know, um, to play Lennar, you can you know you have to, you're relying on your front line to kind of create the space so that you can do your job with your AA attacks.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, she, she's got you know issues with mobility with re- until she gets her heroic. You know, so she's a bit she's a little slower unless you take some of the talents. Um. Uh. You know, she, she can you know be punished for making mistakes because generally the mistakes people are going to punish you for are the ones where are out of position and such. So. That's, you know, that's one of the things she's got. One of the few um, cleanses out there for an assassin, though. She. Oh, yeah.
1: So, Forget about the abolish magic at level 20, right? Yeah. And she's so one of the strongest need, spell shields as well.
0: Yeah. So if you need a cleanse or a spell shield, you know, she's she's your go to. But I think, you know, I think the the changes to her rework make her more, make her more viable. I think you she's know? healthier. I just, yeah. I mean, and you know, I've I've always played her. She's one of my favorite ranged assassins, assassins until I discovered Junkrat. <laughs> 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 That's fair. and the reason why I like Junkrat. Well, Don't Junkrat just has good ability. You know, he's kind of mobility. He has common mobility. The thing about I like about uh, Lenara is that she can slow. So combine that with another range assassin like um, uh, Rainer or uh, you know some other uh, Malay heroes, and you got yourself you know uh, slows are better. Slows are Horrible <laughs> if you're slowed, you know, you're pretty much a sitting duck, you know, so. uh, So, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I play her. I liked her. I, I've kind of I kind of stick with the nature's toxin type builds mm-hmm. myself. I um, like the Spooners
1: beer. I think that's what I've always like. I'm you know, we've talked about this extensively with the lane clear stuff.
0: You yeah, know,
1: you, you can never have too much. Not really too much, but, you know, I think it's a good safe pick initially you know get used to lane clearing and then once you become more expert at the abilities then go from there um and she's just a good counter for poking uh healer mana pools i wonder actually if she's a good counter to decker kane now
0: i think anything it's anything it's gonna put dots on people makes like heroes like uther right exactly decker kane it it nullifies them a bit
1: um that's why i brought up Decker right there because i wasn't sure if that would actually harm him as much right
0: yeah, well, I think it's tough to heal, you know, because you, you have, you know, you're, you're as fast as your Q. That's yeah, it. exactly.
1: So, Next up, but,
0: um, but uh, go ahead. The one thing I will say about like when I started playing Lenara, I kind of played the the nature's toxin level builds uh, myself, but I would I was always concerned about taking leaping leaping strikes as my heroic, so I was, oh, really? I was always kind of relying on Thornwood th- th- vines. But I think with yeah, if I you, usually go if the are, yeah, I think, you know, you do have the ability to see the thing about like Junkrat and is they can do a lot of damage, but they might not be able to take out the hero unless you okay. take Linares Leaping Strikes. So Leaping Strikes gives her the ability to finish off heroes. And I think that that's the one and jump back to safety. So I think that if you're going to play her. I think you got to take, you got to learn, you got to practice using leaping strikes, you know, Mm -hmm. to be to be effective for your takedowns. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, it was a good discussion. It
1: feels feels very much more powerful now, leaping strikes, at least if you're a skilled player. Yeah. Because it does have more, it takes more mental capacity to perform properly with it. And that's obvious too. just get the state of the ability.
0: yeah, and then the thing about the hero discussion is there was a lot of videos out there for guides on how to play her, really? which was interesting hmm. because of well, all heroes, sometimes right? like well, because <laughs> of the rework, I think a lot of people were uh, creating videos like instructional videos mm, and such. Okay. So, like Fan had a video, uh, not Paradox had a recent video. Well, I had a, a video when she first came out, um, and there was and then uh, we had a. Uh, kala doing his, his coaching on bronze level players and stuff so i think that you know this might be a good hero if like you're like new to playing here is this storm, lenara might be one of the better heroes to pick up because you have so much content out there to like help you build and learn to play it so
1: hmm. interesting i've never thought of that of all heroes i find not having a mount is kind of detrimental because you really need to know how to rotate around the map like where objectives are going to spawn and stuff which i guess is a little bit less of a difficulty now because it gives you the warning, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well I think the one thing you also have to learn to play with Nilanar is the Wisp. You know, because you do have to create that, you know. And I think a lot of the lower level players players aren't
1: gonna understand that.
0: Yeah. But that vision is 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 amazing, you know. (laughs) So it does give it can give an advantage in some Mm -hmm. cases. Interesting. So so the second uh, here discussion we had was on Monday was um, Arthas. And so Arthas is an interesting discussion because a lot of people feel that, like you, you you even said, he was designed for, he's a hero that was designed for the original game. And yeah. He hasn't really been updated enough to <laughs> the new types of.
1: He's very old. It shows. Yeah.
0: And the most people on Reddit, the comments about his model and being kind of like, he's kind of short, (laughs) you know, he's not really towering or anything like that.
1: He's not the Arthas you think he is? No, he's not. Or the one you remember him being, especially if you've played since Warcraft days and stuff like.
0: Yeah. But, you know, once again, there was not there's there were some good videos out there. And one of the things recently is not Paradox did a video about playing Arthas in basically with the changes to Artanis and Artanis becoming a Soul laner now, Arthas is a good counter pick to like the Artanises and the in the other AA type heroes. Um, so he did a really good video, um, kind of explaining how to do the um, uh, what was the build the stacking quest one for your for your D. Mm-hmm. Uh, should always have this up so we don't have dead air <laughs> uh, we're not professionals it's um, okay it's
1: it's candid it's, uh, it makes it more fun doesn't need to be fun. yeah
0: so <laughs> it's a, the eternal hunger quest hunger, yes eternal hunger quest so that's, that's level one keeps quest, stacking, right? the one right yeah so it keeps stacking.
1: i've tried that build before and i like it sometimes right because it's like trying to go assassin arthur the one thing i do really like about it is it gives you mana back, right? Mm-hmm. The, the mana is really big, because um, Arthas being one of the older designed heroes, it seems like the dev team itself has had a change of like what their like tuning knobs are, right, for heroes. And one mm-hmm. of those tuning knobs they seem to scale back on as like a resource management thing is mana, right? They they value less about going oom um, nowadays. Um, and so that means they, they spend a lot less time, like, making heroes that are fun to play more often because of, like, you know, you can just spam your ability as much as possible, you know, with the exception of maybe Tyrael? I don't think, you know, I don't think there's any other heroes, like, of the newer heroes, there's not really many, like, Blaze doesn't go oom, um, Garage really doesn't go oom, um, like of the heroes I can think of, like as a main tank. Right. Maybe a new mm-hmm. still too, because a new still old. Right. So it's like these right. older heroes have this this symptom that's inherent to their design that they go out of mana.
0: I think the premise that uh, not paradox was putting out there as a soul laner was, with the eternal hunger and it continuously stacks and if you continually hit your d's Mm -hmm. um he can start by mid to late game he's doing a massive amount of damage like 500 to hit yeah there's not not many
1: infinitely stacking quests either
0: yeah and then um he's come and to help his self sustain he's got death lord you know he's basically buffing them which one's
1: death lord what is Is that the one that self-heals increased and always heals
0: yeah Yes. So he's constantly buffing Death Coil with yeah, all think the other. Yeah, I think that talent
1: works, is so. my favorite, for the most mm-hmm.
0: part. So overall, I think that that you know, I, I think that you know he definitely does need a rework, you know, to kind of modernize him. A he just little needs bit, to be modernized but, hardcore. Yeah, but I think it, you know if you're. Going up against Artanis or other AA heroes um, in a two lane so you know and you want a good solo laner, he's a good solo laner now. So yeah,
1: absolutely. and, I think
0: that Paradox did a good and if job you're going against, against heavy auto attacks, like like yeah. like
1: you said, Artanis. If you're going against an Artanis, you're you're, you're probably safe to pick him because it yeah. just makes your life easier. Plan- like it just takes Art Artanis can do one type of damage and that's auto attack damage. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know. When you, when you have that kind of thing, it's just like, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> and then his heroics, you know, he was, you know, he basically, cho- you can choose either one. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're playing on a two-lane map, probably Syndragosa has some value because you can shut down the forts and things. So, what I can say yeah. about
1: Cindergosa is that if you are ahead and you want to snowball the lead, say like, yeah. like you said, two-lane map or Tomb of the Spider Queen, you can go Cindergosa. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to play him as a solo tank, you will have to, and I mean have to, go ghouls. Otherwise you can yeah. get poked down so easy. Um, and it's just really, you just really don't get much value if you do that.
0: Yeah. It's funny because his level 20s, you know, he's got, so he's got depths advantage, which is basically he gets a speed boost, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I love that I mean, speed boost, by the way. Okay. I think that might be good in a soul lane setting. He's also got anti-magic shell. He, it's like he gets his magic shell at level twenty. So it's kinda it's kind of weird. And then um of course then you know Legion of Northwind and um, Northwind and Absolute Zero. Uh you know, these are situational. Um I think if you're going if you're gonna if you're still doing the soul lane, then death is death's advantage if you still want that. But I think if you're going Cinder I think yeah, absolute zero is definitely the way to go. Yeah, and I mean I think yeah. the other, I think that yeah, he's one like of the few heroes we say too, because yeah, it just gives you yeah. more
1: self sustain later
0: in the game. Yeah. So so that was this week's here discussion. I think. T- you I took, took us up. I'm sorry. I said uh, that was this week's here discussions. We got one coming up tomorrow. Um, trying to think who it's supposed to be quick look. Heroes. Dead air, dead air, dead air. <laughs> um, I think we're up to, um, uh, uh Ragnaros. So.
1: Oh, nice. Maybe maybe yeah, Trix so. will pop in and talk about his favorite hero. Yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> talk about lava yeah. wave and how good it is. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So so we're down to one specialist, and that's the li- the the. the, the the, the, the last Vikings so they're going to be coming up and then we're and not a specialist for the all I can say about the Vikings
1: the... man is they just need they need something maybe yeah. a, a complete look I don't know their, their design is just not it's not bad it's not bad but it's not you know but I don't know I don't know how to I don't know how to articulate well enough because it's not my kind of hero you know mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't not that Starcraft micromanager type you know, mm-hmm. I've never recorded a video for them because I just know it's just going to be chaos. And maybe someone would enjoy it, but I'm not going to, you know... My, my video on it is just going to be more of me exploring it and talking about it. Kind of like my videos with Alarak because for some reason I don't know how to play that hero. Um, mm-hmm. And it's more of just me, like, capturing my process <laughs> than, mm-hmm. than anything else. Um, well, trying to, to force it, you know, you know, it's not pretty and it's not... <laughs> but it, it's maybe it has
0: value. I don't know. I don't think the Vikings are that difficult. I think people, I mean, I think it's just different compared it's to the other heroes. It's very different. It's just unique. But <laughs> I think, yeah, but I think if you were given some coaching, you would probably pick them up pretty quickly. And then, uh, you know, I, I think that when I've played them, and I you know, I've mastered them, you know, I've, I've gotten from the right, master's yeah. level. Players.
1: You've grinded those
0: games. Um, <laughs> you have know, grinded those games. And, you know, I mean, the, the, they're really good at just soaking. I mean, and so if that's your game, you're soaking, getting camps and showing up for a team fight, which is how most specials play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't think they're, if you can play apathy, you can play uh, the Vikings, I think, yeah, so. Um, But that's, you know, but like I said, that's uh, probably in two weeks. I think we're going to hit the Vikings and then we're out of specialists until uh, they either make a new one or we we decide we're going to do. We're going to just go start from the top again. So you'll probably see
1: the 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 renamed roles over everything else.
0: Yeah, I think that I'm wondering when that's going to hit. And I think it's going to hit after HTC. I think that they're going to do the same thing they did last year. Yeah, There's going to
1: be some sort of announcement. And then by the end of the year, they'll have a a remade, you know, something
0: yeah i think that the, i think you're going to see a lot of the we're i think what we're going to see at the end of season three is the lost forgiveness put in for uh matches where people disconnected and such you're going to see the team the, the quick match changes to balance out the comps and i think you're going to see possibly the beginnings of player-based matchmaking Yeah, so performance-based matchmaking i'm sorry so I think that's what you're gonna see. It might be. It might be the performance-based matchmaking. Might just be a preview. Yeah, and yeah.
1: I. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know what state that is. They haven't really been talking about it a lot.
0: Yeah. Interesting. But you know, like. Yeah, so I think that's what we get to look forward in the next couple of weeks. Besides mm-hmm. Mephisto and And Hadamar. we really didn't talk about those two tonight. I haven't played uh, really much good.
1: of it. Like right before we got on here, I was playing around with Mephisto, but. Not nearly enough time to actually articulate an opinion because I haven't played them in a game setting. It's just try mode stuff. And I really don't put a lot of value on that because there's so yeah. many moving parts um, on the heroes.
0: Yeah. I rather play it during the release, you know, because yeah. they can tweak it. They can make changes, you know, so, you know, you don't. And yeah. you know, that's my my purpose. I, I don't play beta. <laughs> well, I think it's pretty much it for tonight. What do you you can think anything else you want to add?
1: No, I think we beat it to death and we talked a lot about Thrall again. I think that's going to be one of our common themes. We cool. should just put Thrall on our thumbnails. Oh, this
0: is Eldap and I'll catch you all next week.
1: Yep. See you later, everybody. Wenzel signing out till next time. Next week, right?
0: Correct.